0: Be real about
1: adversity. Good one good one. Good, good to one see one, y'all, man. Good to see y'all. Hey, Outside,
2: it's stranger, danger, stranger, <laughs> danger.
0: <laughs> I feel like it's been a while. It has been a while. It feels like an eternity. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get on and get it
1: started with the NBA. All right. So it's been quite a few weeks. Um, a lot has happened in the NBA world upsets, um, upsets upset that happened, people have been dropping 40 and 50 point games here and there. Um, so we're going to rewind just a little bit to talk about the uh, NBA semifinals um, in the playoffs. And then we'll we'll catch up and talk about what's currently going on in the conference finals right now. So um, just to make you know, real quick, uh, let's let's start off with the Clippers and the Jazz. Like, what were you guys' thoughts and opinions about that one? The Jazz jumped out to a quick two nothing lead. Um and then the Clippers, um, you know, with missing Kawhi leonard uh charged back and you know took the game in six. So um, you know, in the order that's on the screen right now, uh, what were you guys' uh thoughts about that, but about that particular series?
0: I wish I could pull the uh not what soldier boy did last night, but what he did on the Breakfast Club. <laughs> Def- <laughs> Defensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year. What? What? That's my takeaway. I like it. Oh, 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 (laughs) I think they like me.
3: Um, (laughs) So I guess two takes. One, the Clippers were were truly the better team um, in that type of scenario. But I think the bigger take about this is the Jazz just don't have enough yet to get over where they need to be. Um, And so until that happens, Jazz Nation, D-Wade, figure it out. But Donovan Mitchell cannot be your number one option. Um, mm. To go ahead to the Western Conference Finals and win a championship.
4: The Jazz are who they thought, who we thought they were. Let's, let's just keep it 100. Um, as much as we give flack to Rudy Gobert for him getting torched in game six by Terrence, man, we got to throw some shade to Quinn Snyder, too, for failing to make that adjustment uh, as this was happening. So the Jazz, who they thought, who we thought they were, man, and let's just keep that moving.
2: Um, Sheedy,
4: uh, just to be real quick, I have to
2: just disagree. I think I actually think that Donovan Mitchell can be a number one scoring option on the team. I think that Coach Snyder and the Jazz are going to have to figure out what they're going to do with Rudy Gobert, because if you look at how the playoffs are now, people like the Rudy Gobert, people like the Dwight Howard's of the world who can't hit a jump shot are pretty much, you can't put them on the court. And I, like, look at DeAndre Jordan. He didn't play for the Nets, you know, a, a second, but he could have been used to help. So I think that the Jazz got to figure that out. But just to keep it moving, man, I told y'all last year, y'all better be nice to Paul George.
4: Mm, I'll leave that way. We'll, 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 we'll sure get Paul George's
1: name will come up in a second, but I think to what, you know, to what Sharky said and to, um, to what uh, Trevor said too, like, Rudy Gobert, Jesus Christ, like, <laughs> he, like, I think we on this podcast have talked, you know, Relentlessly about you know Rudy Gobert and his ability to play defense. So I think if anything, you got to give you got to give Tyrone, Luke, you know, credit for you know being able to find that that weakness, I guess, uh, with the Jazz and to be able to exploit it, in which he did. And to your point, Trevor, Quinn Snyder not making that adjustment, like him just you know willingly saying, okay, I guess I'll just you know let Rudy Gobert get torched instead of you know swapping him out with either Joe Ingles, who I feel like could have played a little bit, a lot more because Mike Conley wasn't ready for Game Six um Jordan Clarkson who was able to give them a spark off the bench as well too. He could have been able to replace um Rudy Gobert with one of those players because it's not like the Clippers were running out, you know, several seven footers out there. So I think he he could have made more of an adjustment to to um to I guess, you know, to line up with the Clippers. But it's I think that was the Clippers not the Clippers, but the Jazz is like one lone shot to get to the finals. And I think they've missed a really, really good window. So um, I guess we'll leave that where it lay uh sucks at the Jazz didn't, you know, uh advance further. Uh, but we'll talk about the next series in the Western Conference Finals. The Phoenix Suns made slight work, quick work of the Denver Nuggets. So same order. What are you guys' thoughts? We can keep it just as quick as that series was, too.
2: Yep.
0: <laughs> Shout out to, yeah, he called the Suns. Uh I mean we should have known. We should have known, Builder, but hey we did. It is what it is. Shout out to the Suns. Hope they get to the finals. And Nuggets, you just got too many injuries. I mean, we'll see them again next year when Jamal Murray here.
3: Yeah, too many injuries and like the timing was off when trying to adjust people back in like Will Barton and things like that. Um, But I'm here to give kudos to the Phoenix Suns um, for that was what they played, what, nine games. And in nine games, you only lost one in the playoffs up to that point. Um, So kudos to what the Suns are doing. Uh, Not even just the Chris Paul effect, but um, Aiden was huge that series, but Devin Booker was going off um, during that series along with their role players as well. Um, So shout out to the Suns and to the Nuggets. Um, Try again next year um, for sure uh, with a healthier lineup. But that just goes to show you, you never know what's going to happen in any given time. And you always need to be ready. No nothing against the Nuggets. They just, I mean, as you continue to advance in the playoffs, the teams are going to get better. And they're not going and the Nuggets are not going to get better because of the injuries. So kudos to the Suns.
4: Yeah. Kudos to the Suns indeed. Um, they made slight, slight work of the Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets, as everybody has previously mentioned, too many injuries um, leading up into that series. But I think going forward, what Denver needs to uh, look to find and they're hoping they can get this with Michael Porter Jr. is they need another guy outside of Jamal Murray that when things breaks down, who can go get you a basket? Now, I get it. MPJ is not there yet. I believe this is just his second full season of playing in the the NBA and being in the playoffs. But once Jamal Murray went down, you knew it was just only a matter of time before that injury started to take effect and affect the Nuggets as a whole. Then not to mention Will Barton and a couple other pieces being out as well. So kudos to the Suns here and the Nuggets. You you need another bucket gutter. And just hope MPJ takes that next step.
2: I agree 100% with that, Trev, and I think that for the Nuggets, they do have to find that backcourt mate with Jamal Murray. Um, That's what uh, Gary Harris was supposed to be. Of course, he didn't plan out. And I think that, of course, them and Aaron Gordon made them a better team inside, but you do take away one of the better scorers. So I think that needs to be priority number one for Denver um, this offseason. But, of course, injuries played the factor. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. is a hell of a lot better um, this season, and I can't wait to see how he improves next season. Um, as far so, as Phoenix go,
4: huh? No, go ahead. Finish your point because I, I have a uh, short one after that.
2: I mean, you keep it short.
4: You know what I'm saying? Is it, sa- Phoenix, no. is it safe? <laughs> <Let's keep laughs> is, it- yeah. is it safe to say that the magic won that trade for that Aaron the Magic one?
2: No, no, nah, because we hadn't seen what the Nuggets look like healthy. Like I, and The the reason I said that Aaron Gordon was going to be effective was with Jokic, and we saw that happen for them to maintain a number three seed we, in the Western We Conference.
4: literally just talked about this series, and not, neither one of us brought Aaron Gordon's name up.
2: I mean, yeah, but injuries was the number one thing, mm-hmm. too, though, bro. The,
0: the trade wasn't – Aaron Gordon <laughs> well, was expected well, to be the second guy in nothing.
2: OK, once we see a healthy Nuggets, I guarantee we're going to see a better Nuggets team overall.
4: All right. We'll see. We'll,
2: we'll 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 put that on the board.
4: All right.
1: Call me crazy. But the biggest thing that I learned from this series had nothing to do with any, either one of the teams that played in the series. The biggest that I learned, the biggest thing that I learned in this series is the Portland Trailblazers are trash when it comes to defense. <laughs> no. Because if anything, I think all of us going into that series said, oh, OK, Monte Morris is playing like that. Oh, Michael Porter Jr. is playing like that. Composo is playing like that. That at least gives you, I mean, even if you were going, if you were leaving Phoenix and, you know, whatever number, you're willing to give the Nuggets, you know, a game or two, right? Like (laughs) Monte Morris, Jesus Christ, was he in that series? Michael Porter Jr. played trash. And so as I watched this series, I'm like, damn, the Trailblazers suck at defense. Like, that was my long thing the entire time I watched this series because I couldn't imagine how they went off, how the Nuggets backcourt, whether it was Monte Morris, Austin Rivers looked great, MPJ looked great, but then they looked totally irrelevant, like, in that next series. Now, granted, you give some of that to the Phoenix Suns defense, but still, it was just like, damn, like, Portland is that bad defensively. That was the thing that I just couldn't get out of my head, so – uh I, I, I'm sorry. Like I hope hopefully the Trailblazers do best better, you know, um with Chauncey Billups as their as their head coach. I know we'll get to that in a second, but that was the thing that kind of stuck out for me. Um next we have the here we go. Now this is where things got interesting. We have the uh the, the Atlanta Hawks who took on the, the Philadelphia 76ers and beat them in seven, beat them in game seven um on the road. So same order. I would love to hear you guys' um, take on this series. Ben Simmons, my boy. I'll talk about <laughs> you in
0: a second. Shout out to Trey Young. National media, that's all you're talking about is Ben Simmons, Philadelphia, yada, yada. Trey Young, give the man his respect. Give the man his flowers. He's still doing it now. We'll talk about this series in a second. But shout out to Trey Young. Kevin Heard doing that video. Whoever created that video uh <laughs> the ribbon with what could to alana <laughs> beat and they switched that giant to, yeah. gonna up. <laughs> that hey. was great that was great uh hilarious funniest stuff i seen in a while but yeah. man shout out to alana uh shout out to eric clinical capella john collins john collins bro he a, prob. he a problem he don't he's a problem just
4: don't um, try to jump over prosthetic airplanes then you good so <laughs> 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 but
0: uh, and Philly, uh Joe b gave it all he could. I mean, you're playing on an to an ACL. Hey, and you still averaging 30 something. You need your second superstar to give you something. Ben Simmons needs you at least work on free throws. Um, or work on his psyche. I don't know, it's mental health or something, because he was he was a bad free throw shooter, but he wasn't 30% bad. He was about 60% throughout the season. So there's something that's mental.
3: That's not just your shooting. Um, yeah, I'm glad start I'm actually gonna start a little bit differently. I'm gonna start with the Hawks. Uh, but it's time for the Hawks to go ahead and remove that interim tag on Nate McMillan and go ahead and sign him up for at least five to six years um for them. <laughs> the the reason why the Hawks won that series, yes, is Trey Young, but Doc Rivers got out coached again uh by a black mm. coach by Nate McMillan um shout out to my man red velvet who got his grace from d wade as well um so i'm definitely gonna give that shout out um i know we're gonna talk about the 76ers here in a moment so i don't want to give them that my breath at this moment i want to give kudos to the hawks they should have actually won a series in six to be honest Mm -hmm. um and really made the thing um and i'm gonna leave the rest where it's at because we're gonna talk about 76ers when it's time but kudos to the hawks and keep it up
4: yeah well, let me take the, this time here to publicly on the podcast apologize to the Atlanta Hawks because I think a lot of us pretty much laughed them off when they made all of the offseason free agent signings that they did to actually go for it and try to make some of the East. You know, bringing signing up and gonna, signing Mondadovich, trading away Rajon Rondo for Lou Williams, which my idea was probably the best decision they probably made there. And then, of course, ultimately hiring Nate McMillan as their coach. So kudos to Nate McMillan, definitely, who should definitely have an extension. Uh, Shout out to Atlanta again. Sorry, we did not expect you guys to even be in this position, let alone as a five seed in the conference finals. So kudos to y'all. I'm saving everything Philadelphia-related for the Philadelphia segment because it's a lot I got to get off my chest about the 76ers.
2: I will be with you all when we have that discussion, of course, about the 76ers because it, it, it's inevitable that we do. But for the Hawks, um, I did pick the Hawks to win in seven because of my guys on this podcast. My brothers, do I listen to when they said that Doc Rivers couldn't coach? Of course, I didn't believe that until I really saw it with my own eyes. And damn it, y'all were right on. So salute to y'all for helping me uh, pick the Hawks to win uh, because Nate McMillan isn't. Crazy, incredible coach. He know what it's like to have a dynamic point guard to 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 you know do what he does and build a great offense around him. And the players that the Hawks got are young, but they hungry. I like the young talent that that's coming into the NBA that's not taking any prisoners. You know, that, that's like okay, I'm young, but I'm I'm here for the moment, and and I'm gonna make it work. And the Hawks they they terrorize the the number one defensive team in in the league, not just in the East, but the entire league. Like they killed them. So I didn't expect to see much less against the the the, the Sixers, to be honest with you. Um, so, of course, we all you know laughed at them coming into the season because of course they were young. But like I said, young players are taking over. Salute to Atlanta. They they've been turned the whole quarantine. They are about to be turned even more as the as this series go on. So uh, salute to them. Um, I guess we'll talk about the Sixers them, and when we talk about the Sixers. <laughs>
1: Right, and for me, I, I think to, I was willing to go with you. I picked Philly in seven, but I was willing to go Hawks in six. Yeah. But that was solely based on how many games Joel and B played because I just kind of felt like at some point – because, I mean, Shark, you just mentioned it. Like, he was playing on a partially torn seater which I think it got worse as the series went on. All right, but in uh, the back of my mind – That's your meniscus. meniscus. I, I got around that's meniscus. But
0: still, either yeah. like, I just kind of knew yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I just knew that at some point he was probably just not going to be able to play a game or two there. But to your point too, like we all know about Doc Rivers, we have been talking about Doc Rivers for quite some time. And I just knew that at least Doc Rivers could at least push that team enough to get past the Hawks. Yeah. And damn, that he broke yeah. me wrong yet again. Um, So I, I, kudos <laughs> to the Hawks. Kudos to Trey Young. Um, But this, in my opinion, this is solely about the 76ers. This is solely about, you know, Doc Rivers' inability to get his team ready. Um, Because at the end of the day, and Sharky, you helped me tweet about this pretty much throughout that entire series. Mm -hmm. When you are the better team and you give a team that probably isn't up to your level when it comes to the ability to play the game and when you constantly keep giving them hope. Boom, that's what happens. And, and the Philadelphia 76ers, on multiple occasions throughout their series, gave the Hawks the, 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 at least the mindset to say, okay, we can play with them. And when they kept proving that to them, Philly just for some odd reason just kept backing down. And I think that's, again, that's partly on Doc Rivers to you know to get that team ready to say, you know, you guys are the better team. You guys really – really that series shouldn't have been close as, as much as it was. But that's a Doc, uh, that's a Doc Rivers-led team for you. So <laughs> So there's that. Um, And then the last conference semifinals game, which was probably one of the best series in quite some time, was the Brooklyn Nets um, and the Milwaukee Bucks went seven. Um, It was very, very good to watch. Um, So, again, we'll keep the same order. Uh, Sharky, what were your thoughts on that particular series? In
0: the famous words of, I said savage, information changes. <laughs> yep. Yep. Before y'all go about Milwaukee winning, information changed The game four. Y'all got <laughs> <acknowledge> to <that. laughs> uh, Um Great. It made the series great, honestly. Uh, even seeing James Harden good out on that hamstring, it kind of showed like he does have that mentality to try and play through and try and, you know, help them out as much as possible. But, hey, it came down to the end. I have no, nothing but respect on both sides. Uh, Milwaukee pulled it out. You have to give them, you have, they have to pull it out, man. And they did it. Uh, a lot of people don't say nothing. We all give them KD's play, I was great. Y'all said 40 points in that game, seven as well. So I didn't hear much about that after the game.
1: So we have to make sure we give them their credit. Sure, Shady, before you go, Took to answer your question about why De'Andre Jordan didn't play, that's why, because they they tried to play DeAndre Jordan several times in the regular series against Giannis. That was and, him,
0: brother. And also, <laughs> awesome. and uh, like Griffin, Blake Griffin didn't do half bad job on you. Agree, Giannis is just did much better. Like Griffin held pretty much held his own.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, as a matter of fact, if, if you want me to be honest, I think Blake Griffin is the reason why the Nets even won the first game, if not even also mm-hmm. the second game, because of mm-hmm. the spark that he provided yeah. for them. Um, to me. This this series was if the Bucks lose this series, Mike Budenholzer should have been suspended from the NBA at that point, <laughs> if you ask me, um, okay. because there was there would have been absolutely no reason exactly. why that team that was constructed for him could not go past this next team that was without two I give you that, two Hall yep. of Fame players, you know, when they get timed up. Um, now let's also revisit this on this podcast alone. We've talked about you know, um, the Nets gave a game away. So if the Nets don't give a game away, Mike Budenholzer is gone. Mm
4: -hmm. Um,
3: But I do want to give, God, shout out to KD. Mm -hmm. That's why I need to give the flowers to. And shout out to Steve Nash as well. And I'm saying that because, I'm not saying he like out-coached Mike Budenholzer. He just believed in KD and believed in his team more than Mike Budenholzer did. And coaching isn't always X's and O's. Sometimes it's about how you can inspire a team. Mm-hmm. And I think Steve Nash was able to do that with KD um, and pull out that game five win. They just couldn't get any more after that. Um, so shout out to them. Uh, but the Bucks, the Bucks, the Bucs. Um, Rue, you kind of showed up, but you should have been showing up the entire series, my guy, if you ask me. Uh, but that would be a different topic.
0: Oh, I got one more before Trevor go. Uh, shout That's out to Scouter. Drew Hodge was having terrible Uh, game seven really didn't have that good of a series, in my opinion. But he got paid for what he did at the end of game seven, in the regulation with those clutch shots. That's where I finally see why he got paid now. Because before that, I was like,
1: uh, where you at? Better better late (laughs) than never to say that, Sharky. I was gonna say that, she (laughs) (laughs) better
4: better (laughs) late (laughs) than never. But uh, I'll go back to shitty's point when this series first started. When uh Brooklyn went up 2 0 going into Milwaukee, and I think the Bucks got game three, two Verda came out and said, Well, the Nets just gave them that game. It was like, Don't give, don't give Milwaukee yep. any kind of games because if mm-hmm. you, because lo and behold, what ended up happening, you went back to Brooklyn 2 2, and of course, we got the game five for for KD, and then of course, that eventually uh lost them the series. I'll give KD his files I'll give Kevin Durant his files. He played amazing throughout this entire series. The only question I had was why did he try to guard Giannis on that last possession? But uh, to each his own, I'll just leave it at that. Um, kudos to the Bucks here. They went and got it. Uh, Drew Holiday showed up when he needed to show up. That's why I said better late than never. And uh, shout out to Steve Nash in his first year for uh, not necessarily being the X's and O's and everything, but just having the faith in his guys to even go Kudos to James Harden. We hope to see this team uh, 100% healthy going into next season, so look out for Brooklyn going forward. Man, I'm
2: just happy that the world is finally seeing that Kevin Durant is the best player in the league. At, at this point, I don't. There, you can look how you want to look. There's nothing anybody that uh, can say that convinced me otherwise. Basketball is about putting the ball in the hoop. Nobody done it better. There's nobody doing it better, so – I'm going to just keep it right there with KD. Y'all know how I feel about my boy KD. Um, I want to get kind of serious about I want to call out the front office of the Brooklyn Nets. And what I mean by that is when you traded for James Harden, which I was against, I was against. I liked it, but I was against because you traded away pieces that could have helped you. You had, you traded away Karis Levert, who played, you know, 15 games in a season, but he averaged 20 points a game. You traded away Jared Allen, who I feel like, could have been pretty good, pretty decent. And then you traded Torian Prince, who I feel like could have added defense for James Harden, who I said was not going to be there for you when it mattered. And what happened? Nowhere to be found (laughs) when it mattered. So I'm going to call out the front office for the Brooklyn Nets because they messed up, but I do think they have the potential to get it right. And I think that this is when we do have to consider a front office either making or breaking a team because who are you going to come in and replace, you know, that or to help this team do
4: mm-hmm. what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So, I I don't I don't I wouldn't fault the front office there for at least going for it. It, it just was unfortunate that James Harden got injured with the bad hamstring even though
2: every time. Oh, no, no, not, not injury, not not injury per se, but he's not showing, he's not going to be there mentally for. It. Y'all know what I mean? Let no, me I help mean- you out.
1: To let me help you out. I Please. I get what you're saying. You probably didn't know that James Harden would get hurt. You didn't probably know that Kyrie would get hurt, but we've all read this book before. When it comes to the playoffs, James Harden and Kyrie, when he's not playing with LeBron, they don't show up. That's period. Like we, we we all knew that. We we've all seen that same story before. So I can see where you're going with that too. net. I, I wish
2: that Kyrie was was healthy instead of James. if, if Kyrie was there. That it would have been it would have been a game, yeah. probably a six seven game series, but Nets would
1: have won. Yeah, off the injury, didn't hurt them more so. Yeah, it's yeah. Hard. Right, and, and 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 just my take on it. I'm not going to be one of those people that's gloating and say, "Oh, well, I told you, Bucks in 7 I'm not going to do that because at the end of the day, I'm like, phew, man, I got that one right." But yeah, I really, <laughs> hey, I'm, gonna same real, here. I'm gonna be real and say that one because see what you just said, Sharky. I think if Kyrie plays, it didn't even go six. Well, it goes six, but it doesn't go seven. It would it would have been my take on it because they couldn't guard Kyrie to save their life, um, which is my problem with the books. And it even it, it spills kind of over into this series, which they let KD go for fifty multiple times. And I thought the Bucks played defense. I thought the Bucs were better defensively. I thought you know maybe Giannis would guard KD. Hell, once to <laughs> two times, but damn, like it, it. It just me. I guess how I would play basketball is. It's I'm not gonna keep letting people go off for of fifty. Period. I'm I'm sorry. There should have been double teams. There should have been traps. There should have been something. And he's well, the them, best
2: player in the game. Become effortlessly.
0: And Just it out there. And and to pick out their point. When he got switched onto KD, he actually did pretty well. When he on the switches guarding him, exactly.
1: <laughs> right. Took. I get your point. Like he's probably the the best scorer in the league. But I promise, like let that have been the Lakers. I promise you, he's not going for fifty multiple times. Let that be the Clippers. He's not going for fifty multiple times. I, you can book that. It was just the Bucks' inability to play defense and adjust, which we've talked about Mike Budenholzer several times. Fair point. I'm just saying point. I don't think he goes for fifty multiple times. Yeah, He'll have He'll
2: have forty-five.
1: For 40, 40, He'll Yeah, 45. 40. forty-five. Not two times though. Not two <laughs> times though. All
2: right. All right. This is first year backing off an of Achilles injury. Give it time. Letting <laughs> this take
1: time. Let's chill. All right, so we'll move on to the conference finals. So, uh, of course, the Clippers were able to come back against the Jazz, and they moved on to the conference finals. Um, and then so did the Phoenix Suns. So currently right now, and again, we're, we're playing catch-up with the Suns um, after last night, which you can call that a good game or you can call that a very bad game. Um, the Phoenix Suns are now up 3-1 against the, uh, against the um, L.A. Clippers. So, Sharky, tell me how we got here. Tell me how we got Phoenix Suns up
0: 3-1. Man, let me show your name. <laughs>
3: campaign yes, for Cam. <laughs>
0: Let's go. Last night, I don't know what last night was, but CP3 poured right. out. <laughs> uh, Mike Greeny, shout out to you, bro. They show Kawhi Leonard, the crowd going <laughs> crazy. He's like Kawhi Leonard going crazy. Kawhi Leonard like this. Hey, that was so, funny. That was funny. That was
4: funny. Why just chilling, man? Y'all leave that man alone, like for real. <laughs>
0: No, they won the game six. They were showering Terrence Man with the water while it's quiet in the back, background locker room like
4: this. Hold on, hold on, Paul George. Paul George, you, you trash for what you did too. Because I, I picked up on game. Because when you dumped the water on Terrence Man, that was uh Patrick Beverly's foot water. I i i, I peeped game on that. That's, <laughs> so not, nice. That's, not, That's nice not nice at all.
0: Yeah, and speaking of Paul George, I'm not gonna go too crazy on them for those missed free throws in game two. They still lost on the crazy. Out of bounds play, that's uh, Demarcus Cousins not guarding the right area of the inbounds pass. Um, but Paul George, he's been playing well. I mean, we got to give him his uh credit, but he has came us short in some moments with free throws, even last night. Uh, and like I said, last night, everybody was off, so I don't even know how you can explain last night's game, game four. But um, the Clippers, I mean, they need Kawhi Leonard. Um, uh, the Suns, even without Chris Paul, they were doing well thanks to campaign. Chris Paul came back, kind of slowed them up, but they, again, Clippers are desperate. They're on the road. So, it was going to be tough regardless whether Chris Paul came back or not. It's still Chris Paul. I've seen people act like Chris Paul coming back hurt them. Let's be real. that stopped it. But uh, I expect the Suns gone fishing off in five, unless Kawhi Leonard makes a surprise return to give them some type of energy, but I doubt it. No.
3: Yeah, I, I do. Shout out to, to Paul George, man, um, and this Clippers team. Um, I want to talk about the first two games first and then move on to the next two quickly. Like I said, I know. Um, so there was the kawhi list Clippers, which were led by Paul George, who I think to me during this series has shown that he's a great number two option that can substitute to be the number one option um, when necessary. I'm not saying he needs to take over, but he, he can be there when necessary. Um, but also they lost the first two games to the bubble Suns. Um and so, this is the same team in the bubble, just minus Chris Paul. Um, and to be honest, the series could be 2-2 if the Marcus Cousins knows, you know, time, tone, in place, what to do. Um, and also, you know, a value. But it's not. It's 3-1. Um, and the Suns need to go ahead and close this out um, to the point we just made about the Nets and the Bucks series, you know, allowing a game in and giving a team some hope. Um, the Clippers team is always looking for hope. So, again... Close this out, sons, and let's move on. Um, And let's see y'all a small conference or a small market team in the actual finals. Looking forward to it.
4: Yeah. Yeah, as much as we give the Marcus Cousins' Flack, which rightfully so deserves for uh, that last play in game two, uh, we got to give Devin Booker credit for setting a great screen there. Like, we got to give kudos to Devin Booker there. Um, Again, the Clippers without Kawhi. I mean, Paul George picked it up nicely, but at the same time, this series should be 2 2. This just for all intents and purposes, this series should be 2-2, but alas, here, here we are. Um, I do expect Phoenix to close it out on tomorrow um, in game five. Because I don't think Chris Paul is even gonna allow this to uh even happen. Again, shout out to Campaign. And we gotta give our flowers to the guy who's been the most consistent guy throughout this entire playoffs, and that's DeAndre 8. Uh, a lot of questions have been thrown his way when Phoenix took a number one overall in 2018, and you've seen it now paying dividends. Like, he's pretty much good for a double-double every single night. I think even last night, I think he had almost a 2020 game. Um, so kudos to the Suns. It'll be nice to see them in the finals, and I expect them to get there on Monday.
2: Jeez, Trevor, I've been pretty consistent with the Phoenix Suns, too. <laughs> Okay, oh. <laughs> jeez geez, I thought they, I
3: thought y'all were brothers, so I guess. Okay, 90s, man. okay,
4: okay,
2: Michael, okay, Michael, <laughs> <laughs> but uh man, uh, with DeAndre A, man, I think we're seeing a uh, flower literally blossom with DeAndre A. And, um, we talk about Chris Paul a lot, but like we say, uh, like he said, uh, Chris Paul has affected my career like literally, like so much, like he was a number one pick based on potential for sure um but chris paul is able to slow the game down for him which um, he does i'm pretty much sure for every teammate that's on the team like we talk about campaign who's having an amazing series like i, I can't wait to find a campaign jersey um so you know what i'm saying i'm definitely get one but uh, going back to aiden like we're, we're seeing a flower blossom uh, chris paul slowed the game down for him making them that much better um, we saw in the in the Nuggets series how he was able to stop Jokic. Well, not necessarily stop Jokic, but kind of do his thing to get him. Like, and I think him having kind of like a smaller frame helps with the quickness uh, with that. So um, seeing him be able to evolve his game has been beautiful to see. Devin Booker, I mean, people calling him the next Kobe, I, I'll wait and chill on that. Mm-hmm. But he does, he does have that mentality that he will take over a game and, and then it, give him the ball at the end and get out the way. Um, so the Suns are definitely doing their thing and I can't wait to see them in, in the NBA finals. Um, so now y'all gotta get y'all gotta get used to me bragging about how I bought Phoenix a championship. So get ready. <laughs> get 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 ready. Get ready, folks.
1: Um, uh, so for those on the podcast that say, you know, that the Clippers should be up two, two, there's a big case that could be made that the Clippers, in my opinion, really should be up three one the reason why the clippers in my opinion are not 31 is the same thing that i've been saying about the clippers going back before the playoffs going back to the regular season is their inability to close they cannot close i don't care if paul Lennon's in the lineup i don't care if paul george is in or out of the lineup i don't care you know if rajon rondo is running point whatever the case may be the clippers cannot close and you saw that put you know put to the test on yesterday which if you watched their fourth quarter game again fourth quarter was trash last night but the door was left wide open for the Clippers. Again, I know you're, I know you're without Kawhi Leonard, um, and I, I know you're trying to, you know, maneuver pit, um, pieces and stuff here. But they had ample, uh, ample opportunity to take their game yesterday. They had ample opportunity to take game two, and regardless of you know Devin Booker going out for forty, there could have been a case made for the Clippers to grab game one as well. They just can't close. They can't make free throws when it's time to make free throws. They can't get stops when it's time for them to get stops. And that's interesting coming from, you know, coming from a team who people say had the best two wing defenders, you know, since Michael and, and Pippen. They can't close. And that's that's the reason, in my opinion, why the, the Suns are up three one. If they've been able to get more stops, they've been able to close and make free throws when it's time for them to make. It. So we'll see um and so with that we'll actually go to the eastern conference finals where um the series is tied 2-2 um atlanta grabbed game one from milwaukee um and then milwaukee blew them out in game two um so um granted we kind of in a sense know how the western conference finals um is going to end go ahead it's two um it's one One, because it's
4: one one right now game three is tonight
1: right yeah so it's one one so uh, you guys can tell me, you know, who you guys think will win the series. Um, you know, who you guys think will win the series, and maybe even how many games. So, same order. All right, Mike Gudenhoff's job ain't safe yet. Thank you. Come on, let's,
0: Come let's, on. let's get this. Let's get that. Let's get that now. now. when he lost <laughs> the game one, I was like, You better not lose no Atlanta. If he had lost to Philadelphia, you would have been still the Bucks head coach. You lose to Atlanta uh it's about
1: it's about work it's about uh work.
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> um I, i'm gonna pick milwaukee they should win this series i'm gonna give them six games but atlanta in the game one they showed me something but i, I think game two showed that as long as milwaukee play the way they're supposed to play they should win this series okay. pretty easily but i get i give Atlanta another one just for they grid they showed the game one trey young he, he he's built for it i have no more questions about him
3: mm-hmm. yeah yeah, and here we go again, giving away games. Um, but I don't think – I don't think the – I think the Bucks weren't ready for game one as much as the Hawks want to go to the finals. So, to me, the Hawks in game one saw their opportunity to actually oh, – yep, we need to take this game and take on, you know, some other games, right? Uh, but we need to win game one, where the Bucs were – to my mind, to – for me, their mindset was we just need to win this series – and with winning the series you got to win the game. Um and so their mind wasn't there for game 1. Um they brought it back game 2. Um I mean without a doubt. And it, that's the that's the type of Milwaukee Bucks team that I thought that this team had. Um now I I does Nate McMillan and the A give Atlanta another game possibly. Um but this should be closed out within 6. Hey Atlanta, you can make those 6 for me though. I'll be there in Atlanta for the 6th game. Um, so I'll be okay with that, but, um, definitely, definitely kudos to the guys, but the, the Bucks, if as long as y'all play how y'all played last night and you know who you are, Giannis, no one on that court can guard you at all. I'm not even going to lie. I don't believe anyone can guard you. That's left in the Eastern conference. Um, and, and I would like to say this, I would like to see a lot more Brooke Lopez of all people get some work the same way he gave the heat work for 15 and seven of that series. He can give Clint Capella some work. That's all I got to say.
4: Well, unfortunately, Shidi, I hate to say it, but it's not going to be a sixth game in Atlanta. I, I expect the Bucs to close this out in five. I think they got caught slipping in game one and just treated the game, I think, as everyone on TNT said, they treated the game like it was a regular season game instead of treating it as this. this is the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, if game two shows you anything, it's that – There's no one that wears an Atlanta Hawks jersey uh, that can stop him. Like like I said, for Joel Embiid, I'll say the same thing for Giannis. You can go get Quavo. You can get all the Migos. You can get Future. You can get whoever to try to guard Giannis. There's nobody on the Hawks that can stay in front of Giannis. And I expect the Bucs to take this momentum from game two in which they handled Atlanta Pretty easily because they took game one a little disrespectfully, especially with Trae Young with the shimmy and everything. I, I expect the Bucks to close us out in five, um, four, four straight for them. I just don't see I, if the Hawks get another one. Hey, kudos! I but Bucks in five. I, hey, I can't see
0: that. You gotta say shimmy like a little boost in mind the shimmy.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: there you go with the shimmy there you go i think that you all are underestimating the atlanta hawks um for one i see a game seven um and the reason why i do see a game seven is the reason why i, I had them beating the sixers like coaching coach boone jose showed us multiple times that he what, what he is and like y'all i'm listening to my brothers i love y'all so i listen to y'all y'all my guys Right. The the Hawks were able to thrash the number one defensive team, right? They were able to get past a Philly team. Now we talk about the Bucks who it is it should be their time. It should be their time. I want them to go to the NBA finals, but I don't think that the leadership is right yet. You know, Drew Holiday is doing his thing. I actually tweeted that he would be the reason why they make it over the hump. So, I may have you know, manifested them being the Bucs. I mean, the Nets, but that's neither here nor there. But if Jew Holiday is able to be himself, that'd be great. I don't believe in Middleton because he showed us one time and time again who he is. Lito, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. He showed us time and time again who he is.
0: Except game seven at the end.
2: I mean, that's why I see a game seven, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why I see a game
0: seven. And game six so, to get some <laughs> game seven because the Knicks. Yeah, uh,
2: man. He hey, the time. Let, let's let's not disrespect Nate McMillan, who knows what the hell he's doing. The Hawks, who straight up believes in in, in Trey Young, who's damn it, who's just having fun. They're having fun playing basketball. And I think that in a in a time like this, like that's all you can really ask for, especially when you're a young Hawks team. So I, I do see a Game Seven, and I hate to even say that I see the Bucks winning Game Seven because I really don't want to. But this is me pointing at at, at, at Coach Bud. Because Giannis is going to play. Giannis is going to be there. We saw that last series. He, You know what I'm saying? Katie was light, lit him up for 50, but Giannis is right there as well. So Giannis is going to be there. Drew Holiday is going to be there. Who else is going to be there for them to get to the NBA finals?
1: Damn, I hate y'all. I love y'all, but y'all tick Hey, man, we're
2: good at what we do. We got make sure we good
1: at what we do, bro. We, we, we got sure to yeah. switch the order and make it exactly. go. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I think you said it. Mike Budenholzer isn't isn't off the hot seat. I think if you lose this series, it's, it's about just as bad as you lose to the Nets in the previous round. Because this is a series where, again, we're all, in a sense, in agreement where the Bucs should win this. And for the most part, that should win is fairly easily. But you cannot come out in the manner in which you did a game one and expect to win, you know, expect to get to the finals. Because clearly the, the Hawks won it just as much as you do. And, again, we said it about the Hawks and the, and the Sixers. Like, you give a team a hope. <laughs> good luck doing that. You shouldn't you, you should at least put your foot on your on their neck as quickly as you can. Let them know, like, we're the better team. We're gonna get this over as quickly as possible. And y'all have nothing. y'all there's nothing that y'all can do about it. But again, the Bucks allowed the Hawks to win game one. And you and you clearly keep seeing Trey Young, like, okay, let's take it back to the A. Let's take it back to the A. And then I'm gonna come right to I'm gonna come right down your alley too. Like, great. I Giannis is gonna play how Giannis is playing. Yannis is gonna get 30, he's gonna get 40. But if you look at every, pretty much every game that the Bucks have won, Chris Middleton has played well. It's not just John is going for 30 and 40. It's how well is Chris Middleton is playing. And if you look at Chris Middleton's stats, for this, for this particular postseason, he plays much better at home than he does on the road. <laughs> this game, game, one. Yeah.
2: Yeah. game
1: one, game one, Game yeah. one was deception. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I'll give you that one. So I'll, I'll – I don't know. I think I'm going to go speak from the heart, brother. Speak from the heart. Are
3: you are you trying to guess what game we're going to end this on? We all said. Milwaukee. Yeah, you're trying it's to like say. Yeah, we all, yeah we, we all said. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be right. right.
1: I'm trying to be right in this. So I'm going to go Milwaukee in seven because I believe at some point and they and they and they keep making me mad when they do this. They. They just don't. They don't adjust defensively, and I feel like there's going to be another game where Trey Young goes off again for thirty or forty, and they just and they won't make the necessary tonight. adjustment to do that. Tonight. I All right, so will, I wouldn't be surprised. If Phoenix
0: Suns so gonna have plenty of risk, godly. Mm-hmm. If they close out the Clippers in five, mm-hmm. they don't even play game four yet.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I don't as as understand
4: as like they with that free. Yeah, The schedule that, that should yeah, look they should they started like the conference finals like early, and I think the Bucks and the Nets were like going to game seven, yeah, around the time they you game one, yeah, game yeah. one, and they're game, there, game six. And but, but probably yeah. like
3: if all of the like this should be there should be a stopping point for Eastern Conference Finals and Western Conference Finals to be at, no matter what happens. If you got mm-hmm. swept, okay, cool, you get this whole week off. If you didn't get swept, you got a day rest. Uh, See, I really no. Knowing what they do, I, I thought
0: I thought when game three happened, I thought they would play game. I thought they would just gave them three days off and play game three last night instead of game four, still game three Thursday and game four last night. Then mm-hmm. they would have matched up. But since they just kept yeah. going, they made it off. off, off they, try get,
4: they try and get all this stuff all in and get it all out because um,
0: yeah, they messed the Clippers up. Yeah.
4: Because the Clippers Cause had the game
0: we- seven. Then they play game one two days later.
4: Look, Space yeah. Jam better be a hell of a movie.
0: My bad, Trevor. What you were saying? <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, I'll just been say because you got the you have the draft coming up soon. Then you mm-hmm. got summer league that's supposed to start in uh, yep. July as well. So they try Olympics. Yep, as Southern well as peaks. the Olympics. So you, you're trying yeah. to get all of that and be on those schedules. So you can understand why things are looking the way they are sports scheduling.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, too. All right. It's on me, man. What what, what do I have to talk about? Because y'all just looking at me like y'all just got a lot that y'all need to say and get off y'all chest. So I'm going to give y'all the time. We in the conference room, bro. We in the conference room, bro. It's on you. you. <laughs> All right, I got you, man. So we- it's time for us to have that talk about a player who I actually love to watch still. Um, his mental's not there. We we talked about him, you know, the the the, the earlier in the pod. He's called a LeBron 2.0 by some. He's just a six, eleven point guard who just can't shoot. And that is Ben Simmons. So um first, what do y'all how do y'all feel about the player that Ben Simmons is? And for two, do you see him playing with the 76ers next season? Oh, we. All right,
0: so for years everybody been saying Ben Simmons, Joy, and B can't play together. I've actually always disputing that dog. You just have to get the right coach and shooting around. Them. I felt like they did that this year, and they I finally got my answer. Everybody, everybody was right. They can't play together because Ben Simmons, ben Simmons can't even develop a mid range shot. I've been saying maybe he ain't got to do a three a mid range. That's what you just need. He can't. He's not. Uh, and then the free to me, the free throws was the, I said it earlier, the free throws was the worst thing in this time. I don't know if that's mental. Like he he's already not a good free throw shooter, but he's not a 30% bad free throw shooter. He's more like a 60%. For you to go drop from 60 to 30. That's that's mental. He was scared. He had wide open dunking and dunking, um, passed it. So it's something I think he need and Philadelphia, you know, Philadelphia is rough. The fans, the media, they rough up there. Ben Simmons might just get handled it. And I think he'll just be better off somewhere else. I do think, I know it's an argument. We had argument about like Embiid or Simmons choose one. I think we got our answer, in my opinion. Uh, you can say injuries. Embiid has been there every single playoffs. Remember last year, Ben Simmons missed the playoffs. Embiid was playing every single time they're in playoffs. Embiid has played all playoff games outside of this year. He missed the last game in the Wizards series. And he played on a partially torn AC uh, meniscus and still average 30. So I, to me, I think we got our answer. And they need to get what they can get from Ben Simmons and just a fresh start for both sides. And I think I still think Ben Simmons is a good and great player. He just needs to be in the right situation. He's just not, he's not. You, got,
1: you,
2: you got a team that you can see them on?
0: Uh, I mean, there's plenty of teams that could use like Portland if he could play, put him at the four, play next to Dane, um, uh, Golden State, but I don't think him and Draymond could play together that with that shooting. So you got Draymond. You got to get rid of Traymond to, to get him. Draymond um, don't
1: tune him out, bro. That's you know
0: what I said. They can't, they can't play together. They're one to the shooting. You can't have two shooters like that on the court. I don't care how good Stephen Clay is shooting. You agree. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Agree. Yeah, it's three. Um, but, it's three on
3: five.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like I said, he still got skill, he's still an all-star. Um, but those are two things that I guess first come to mind that could use them. Specifically important. they really their defense. That, that somebody can use
3: uh oh so i'm gonna let scholar go because i don't want to, us all to take his answers again so go ahead Skyler.
4: <laughs> well my mine's has been taken already but i i, I can i could shape it go ahead scholar you
3: no know,
1: i i'll just say you know he does for me ben simmons like He doesn't necessarily like if he doesn't develop a jump shot, then, I mean, I think it's not the end of the world because, I mean, he can show you he can do multiple things on the floor with the, you know, that's play defense, you know, set up shooters, you know, to get open shots. But if if you aren't going to take a jump, at least get to the rim, like do what Giannis does. Just just say, you know what? Nobody's nobody on this floor can can get can stay in front of me. I'm just going to get to the rim. He's not even doing that, bro. Like, like that's my thing. Like, at least get Ooh. to the rim. And then regardless, like and, and then talking about free throw shooting, like I'm sorry, there's no excuse for that. Like Savage says all the time, at least be able to make like shoot 75% from the free throw line. Gee, he's not even close to that. He's like just,
0: Mousa. just,
1: just Mousa. your free
0: throws. Musa C
1: say. That's terrible. So I don't know. Like, I mean, for me, it's frustrating because he has in my opinion, he has a bunch of talent, but I'm not sure what he's doing in the offseason. Or what he what he's not doing in the offseason, season, um, which you know could really help his game. But in, to answer your question, too, I'm I don't foresee him being on the Sixers next season. But if you still ask me, I would I would trade Joel and B before I trade Ben Simmons. Just me personally, because you, you can get more, back you, can get more yeah. yep. you get more back for you get more. Yeah, that's a good Mel point. Back. Great point. I would trade Joel and B.
4: And I let yep. this
3: mf go before me, and he takes my point.
4: God, no, no make sure. your point, T. You did it to yourself.
3: Yeah, you should have yeah. just said something. Just make oh, your point. Don't get
2: fair, homie. You do let another man eat. That's your fault. Right. That's
3: cool. That's cool. Um. So let's. I'm gonna go backwards. Then. Um. Teams that could have traded for Ben Simmons could have been the Raptors. Could have been with the Raptors. Trade for Kyle Lowry. He could have been with. The Nets traded for James Harden, right. but they didn't want to give him up. Yeah, um, Houston and, and Houston, my fault. Yeah. Um, but they didn't do it. Um, and I don't <laughs> believe Simmons goes anywhere. Um, because to your point, Scholar Joel Embiid, who is what entering as what well, fourth fifth season maybe um, next season, who is injury prone, but you're gonna get the most bang for your buck for a runner up in the MVP race than you are to a runner-up to the defensive player of year race. Um, and so go out and trade Joel. Um, the team looked decent without him against the Wizards, To be honest, but who knows what you'll get back um, with that. Um, ben Simmons is not a terrible player. There are other players that have terrible jump shots um, and don't shoot free throws well. You have to stick to your strengths. What are you great at? You're good at getting to the rim and finishing is what I thought you were getting drafted for. Um, so to just prove that. And the front office, when it's the offseason, which is now for you all, you should be in the gym with him to work on his strengths, not his weaknesses. He's not going to get better with a jump shot. Very rarely do you see players get better with their jump shots over time. The One player that I know that was freakishly athletic, but developed a great jump shot, and I'm going to pass over one Trevor out this one, was my man, Vince Carter. Vince Carter can jump out of the gym, and then in the later part of his his years was hitting them corner threes for the Mavericks and other teams. And Grizzlies. Um, And Memphis. And Grizzlies, of course. Um, (laughs) And so that's what I'd say for that one. But, yeah, keep Ben, trade Joel, and find the bank for that.
4: Before the season started, when James Harder requested a trade, I was the very first one to hop on and say Harden to Philly. Like, this was a no-brainer that you needed to make. You throw Ben Simmons in that deal, and whatever Houston wants with Ben Simmons, you just give them to get James Harden. And I honestly believe, health permitting, if James Harden is 100% healthy, if he's on the 76ers, we're talking about them in the conference finals right now instead of the Atlanta Hawks. There's no ifs, ands, or and buts about it. Uh, Second thing with my gripe with uh, Philadelphia's front office, Ben Simmons is a legit power forward that they're trying to masquerade as this big-time 6'10 guard. Like Ben Simmons is great in his role as far as defensively is concerned because he can guard one through four pretty much. He's pretty good on the defensive end. I'll give him that. But on the offensive end, he should be a guy that keeps the offense moving. He should be a guy that's setting screens. Rim runs because we know he can finish at the rim, pretty, pretty decent. Like rim running, setting screens, and you're just so happy that you can dribble. That's pretty much how you can be used. But on this team, like you're throwing the spacing off because you're not giving Joel enough room to operate. You have three shooters around, but let's just be honest that the person that's guarding you is just going to help off, help off of you to help close out on the shooters or double team Joel. Let's just be honest there. Um, so do I think Ben Simmons is still good? Yes, absolutely. He's he's proven that he can be. Um, fixing the jump shot maybe may not happen, but you can at least up your free throw percentage, at least get it back to the 50s, possibly the 60s, uh, 60th percentile. There's just it's and that's just- still bad. <laughs> that's the that sad part. I and mean, that's still, that's, that's still bad, but it's an improvement from where he was his past season, which was around in the 30s, especially in the postseason. Um, the idea, the ideal thing would be to trade Ben Simmons because you kind of want to keep that contender because your Phillies contention for possibly a championship really depends on is the same as Joel Embiid's window. So if you're looking to keep that window open, the ideal thing would be to trade Ben Simmons. But I don't think they're going to. And at this point, Joel's just asked to, to, to go. I Philly doesn't deserve him at this point. Like, how many times is this this is gonna happen? So if honestly and truthfully, if they're gonna keep Ben Simmons, Joel and the B MB needs to be in the front office the next day asking for out. Because Joel is entering year seven. Actually, it'll be like kind of like year five, year six of actually that since he's played, but he's entering year seven and Let's be real. For a guy, his stature with all his injuries, and then of course by him being a big man, he has one, maybe two seasons left within his prime. So, if I'm Philly, it's a tough call to make. But if you're trying to keep your window open and contend, you may want to see what you can get for Ben Simmons. But if you're looking to just build around Ben Simmons, Joel should ask out. You should be looking to flip and B because I think you would. Get, you actually would. Get, I agree with you guys. You get more for and B you probably would for ben simmons but um yeah that's my take. I,
2: I i'd agree i i couldn't agree more with you uh trev um they definitely do have to make a decision yeah it is the the, the time um it, it's not the same the vibes that i get when i said that the Clippers should keep power george you know how how, how y'all was saying that the Clippers should just trade power george last. it's not the vibes because Kawhi is there and he actually wanted. You know Paul george to be there and it was only the first season let's give it time right well time has been you know on on philly side for the longest and i think now it's like we're out of time um the same thing as i said about you know how the the rockets ironically if you wait too long to trade james you the value forms don't get to get lower i think right now would be the better um the the better time to trade ben simmons um Really, just because you you, you got to show Embiid that the process started with him and is going to continue with him. Um, like you said, if if, if he's in, if, if I'm Embiid and I see that we're going to keep Ben Simmons a player that I see that I can't succeed with my seven, eight years into the league, then I got to see what 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 else is out for me. And I'm not sure what what Joel Embiid's contract is looking like, um, but I'm pretty sure he's, he's going to have to re-up very soon. Um, so I would trade Ben Simmons. Of course, I like to trade him to, you know, the Warriors. So welcome to the Warriors. But um, essentially him and Draymond are the same players. You know, um, it'll be it'll be fun to watch them play together. But of course, Ben Simmons more athletic, of course. But as far as like getting the rebounds and defending and pushing a break like that's something Draymond is great at. Um, probably the, one of the best in the league. at. I think Ben Simmons can be got to be used the same way as that point power for a point center. Like and now is the time that you start experimenting. Ben Simmons at center, you know we see it work with Kevin Durant. We see, you know, what I'm saying, and it's about that time. Like he's six eleven, you know, he's get his ass in the paint, let him do the work. If he can't shoot, okay, we uh, she'd hit it right on the head. Let's continue to develop his strengths. He's just not a shooter. Cool, but what he is is a facilitator who can you can use a five out offense with, you know, especially at the top of the key facilitating. And I think that's where the game's going anyway. But um, for two, and just uh, real important, I think a change in scenery would be, do Ben Simmons great. Um, the change in energy, energy is everything to me, and a change in that would would suffice. Like, we see Markel Foltz, who had an amazing season last year before he went down. You know what I'm saying? I'm, hey, uh, disagree, agree, whatever, but the proof is there. He's shooting the ball. So, I mean, that's all we need is Ben Simmons is to just start believing in himself. And I think it's something in Fini- that Philadelphia energy to where it's like, nah. A player like Ben Simmons can't 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 succeed together um, with with MB and I don't think he can just succeed there overall. So I think Toronto go ahead and bring Kyle Lowry in uh, who can help Doc Rivers normally do good with a good point guard anyway. Um, Minnesota who a lot of people are saying, I mean, okay, (laughs) fine, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> but no, Minnesota, uh, you, you match it with Cat, and I think they go tit for tat. They, they, they'll complement each other very well. You bring in D'Angelo Russell. Or another team who I like to see is actually Washington. You know what I'm saying? Bring in somebody like either Russell Westbrook or Bradley Beale. Um one of the two. Of course, you can't get both of Ben Simmons, but you do get a point guard in Russell Westbrook, who we saw just turned up the, the Wizards. And you get somebody with Brad Bill that can Know, getting the ball, so I mean, it, it'll actually be a win-win for both teams. So
4: you 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 trying to star something i was
0: say Westbrook and B.
4: <laughs> oh, exactly. You know, Westbrook and B cannot stand if each other. You if trying? If to MB, I don't. Know, that's
2: true. That's true. But if I've seen teammates be like, "Yo, I just want to win."
0: Yeah, they 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 come yeah, to. That if if can if can come
2: to, especially <laughs> with you know, what I'm saying, with the team that's around, like Philly got a great team. They just don't have that spark that Westbrook I know would for sure provide that team instantly. Yeah, he'll shoot the ball. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? He'll do everything <laughs> Ben Simmons is Them,
4: them, them FGA, is going to be up. No field goal <laughs> attempts going to be up there. <laughs> you got to worry about
2: that. <laughs> you got to worry about
4: that.
2: As much as they don't like each other, and I kind of thought about that too, it's like they Embiid and Rushbrook could actually complement each other very, very well. So, you know, they're, 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 they of course I'm, I'm here to start something.
3: he definitely grab all the rebounds.
2: Hey, Embiid ain't got to yeah. since he likes staying at the three-point line anyway, but that's neither here nor there. Trevor, it's on you, buddy. Nah, we uh, so we actually, oh, the second
0: time by we by actually gotta skip the coaches, by. so we'll get to that uh, next week. Uh, a lot of coaching hires happen around the league, but second time, we gotta move forward because we gotta give the women their due. So, Sheedy. yes,
3: um, yeah, I really actually should have been more about women altogether, but um. <clears throat> <clears throat> A De'Aaron Five That's a good one, Jalen. That's a good one, Jalen. De'Aaron's he's getting a lot of money though, too, from Sacramento. So they had to give up some, some chips from ben, Philly.
0: Ben Simmons Ben Simmons getting Sam's a lot of money too.
3: Ben Simmons. Getting getting money. They match. It, they match. It, it, it's, it's mm, match. I think Darren's getting more. That's the that's the, mm. the, the crazy mm. part. And Ben Simmons are so like
2: that, Cali weather. Ooh, hey, hey, hey
3: that's a good And one. be with Luke Walton, another coach that ain't doing nothing for him. Damn so it. anyways um <laughs> hi baby uh come, come on come on uh so miss Shakari richardson first of all let me give you this date march 25th 2000 y'all feel oh yeah that's when she was born
0: not yet at this year leo
3: <laughs> yep okay um uh, but i just want you some i want to read you some stats about her personally before we talk about this so in 2019 of course she actually attended lsu She ran a 10.75 in 100 meters. She broke the 100 meter record at that time and became one of the 10 most fastest women in history. History. As of this year, she ran 100 again and got her personal best of 1072. That's the sixth fastest time by a woman ever. It's the fourth fastest by an American woman ever. Not like this year, not like in the past 20 years, since this has been going on, she is legitimately the fourth fastest American woman, sixth fastest woman in the history of doing it with that bright hair and being black. Love to see it. Also shout out to, um, well, I'll let y'all talk about Richardson first and I got another one to talk about, but how you guys feel about seeing that whole progression? I just heard killing in the 100 meters. But then this also her post. I was—I'll say was post game, but her post run celebration as well. If possible, Man. let me. Oh, go ahead, Sergeant.
1: There no, you go. I was going to say what I, what I've liked about you know not just her performances that she's had in the Olympic trials, but how she speaks. Like when she does when she's when when she's interviewed right after, and and I want to and I want to bring this up because you know when we did schooling with she last week, you know I mentioned you know how I want to bring up Eva and you know what i'm going to instill and even what i'm going to always push her to you know believe and say is i'm that athlete i'm that person like i'm basically excuse my language i'm the shit essentially and that's what i've loved that she can she's continuously said every time like i'm that athlete i know exactly what i can do and i'm going to every time i step foot on this track I'm going to show you exactly what I can do. So I love, you know, not just her performance, but the confidence that she exactly Jalen, like her attitude that she's had with everything. Like, I absolutely love that. And I cannot wait for the Olympics for her to, you know, to compete. Um, And then uh, and, um, so I'm ready to see the hair. It's the nails and stuff for me, too. Like, I don't care. Like what like whatever you want to say about her. She is that person. She is that athlete. And I can't wait to see her um to continue to run.
0: Yep, man. Uh, everything Scouter said. Um, then her grandma had just died uh, recently, or I remember she had a post game speech. I think it was her mom. Uh, mama, was her yeah. mom, yeah, her mom, yeah. That was like a very emotional speech. Um, uh, after after winning, and I'm like just like like you said, like Jaden said, her attitude, just her persona, everything. Everything is great about her. Um, uh, I think my fiance said she seen posts about me and talking about she's masculine or yada yada. Um. Mm-hmm. Why, 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 why we always gotta do that? Why, like, let's let's just celebrate! Like, come on, man. Um, and not the I saw, I saw another thing from Small bow she had some goat samples on. So, just shout out to all Olympic women everywhere. But Shikar Richardson, i respect to see great things from them. Yeah. man. She, she she's, she's on her way
4: to greatness. Yes, bring home the gold, man. <laughs> that's all. That's all. That's all you really need at this point. Just bring home a gold medal. Everything else will, will fall into place, man um i echo pretty much what everyone else has said man big kudos and i think she may recognize it and i and i age ourselves here but i'm catching a lot of flojo vibes here uh florence griffin Joyner. for those who don't know who florence griffin Joyner is do your research exactly what shaqiri richardson is doing flojo was doing the exact same thing back in the day and just I'm happy, man. I'm, I'm excited. So all Richard needs to do at this point just bring home the gold in the Olympics. That's it. Like you, you, I've you got me as a fan already. Just bring home the gold. That's it. That's all I got.
2: All I got to say is I know she can't beat me in a race. But now
1: nah, on you smoking some different type of weed over there, sir. Hey
2: man, we got. <laughs> I'm, I'm, trying, I'm
4: trying to find what pack Let's you smoking see. up there, yo. <laughs> The
0: uh, He on that Draco man, be traco, but He was on yesterday.
2: Hey,
4: man. And you, wa- and and you know why about. I ca- And you know why I call you Michael from the office? Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't just like Michael sometimes.
2: Love you, Jalen dog. Hey man, congratulations <laughs> on the wedding, Jalen. Um, but just like this, real
4: talk-
2: Oh, not a wedding engagement. I'm sorry, wedding happy yeah, engagement, but um, we're talking real talk, right? So I love the fact that you know, the culture is, is becoming synonymous with everything. And what I mean by the culture is that 10 years ago, you know, uh, Shikari Richardson would have been told, advised rather to, Hey, don't, don't go in there with, you know, that, that hair, Hey, them nails, you know, you need to look more professional. And now we're at a point now where one, we talk about like Trey young, the youngsters don't care no more. They hear this is their moment and they're going to take advantage of that moment. And, what we're saying with Shakari Richardson and, 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 you know, uh, Simone guys with the ghost shoes, these women, these young ladies are having the confidence, these young men as well, but uh, specifically now, these young ladies are having the most confidence that we, we're we seeing, you know what I'm saying? The black fathers, you know, are y'all in y'all daughters' lives, and, and it's a beautiful thing to see. You know what I'm saying? Um, Shakar she has the motivation, the extra motivation, the extra push to get her over the top, and she's going to do that with her orange hair, or I'm hoping, you know, since she's repping USA, she do some, you know, red, uh, white, and blue with it, but that'll be pretty cool, but, you know, um, just the culture is here, um, it, the culture's here to stay, um, there's the young people that's in the game, that's us continue to bring that fun forward, because, that's what that's what we're about you know what i'm saying black black people in america we have always been here and it's our time to continue to shine and so salute to the to the black men and women that are out here doing their thing but Shakira richardson you got it uh like we all want you to do go ahead and bring on the gold so you can go ahead and, and get the flowers that you definitely deserve
3: yeah and before we go over to the next segment Um, Definitely had the Flojo reference ready, uh, Trevor. So I appreciate you. Um, (laughs) But to Skylar, to your point about her talking about she's the best. Y'all didn't hear no stats. She is the best. She is quite not quite possible. I beat her. So Jalen, come on back on the show um, and let him know that he's (laughs) capping. Legitimately. She's the fourth fastest American ever. She's the sixth fastest woman ever in history, and so yes, she's gonna do what she gotta do. Shout out to Simone, doing what she's doing, uh, gymnastics. This has literally, this to me, I've never seen this much hype for our Olympics, let alone for our Black women in the Olympics, and that is what gets me so excited because I let's be honest, when we watch um, the Olympics be we uh, basketball outside of basketball there's not really much we can watch besides track and field and now gymnastics as well but track and field now is going to be tuned in on every black person's television because of Shakari richardson it's because of her um and there's another lady golly um felix No, no 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 i'll come back with her name um who's running for the 200s um and she actually was disowned by nike because of her, uh, got her her scar from giving birth. Um, thank you, uh, Simone Manuel, young black swimmer. See, we're everywhere. We're everywhere, and let's not talk about basketball. So when we get to the Olympics and stuff like that, let's push ourselves to not do all about basketball. I'm not saying this podcast alone. I'm saying all of us as black people because our black people are doing great in other sports besides the ones that we're always going to dominate. And I'm gonna keep it like that. But you know, sometimes you get bored though. So what happens when you get bored?
0: You're bored. <laughs> but uh your point see what
1: you we, did there.
0: <laughs> Betty your point she we've been better at basketball and football, so we'll make sure we try we integrate the Olympics in all three because uh training can't be started at the time as well. We gotta get our rankers out. But I got the first year bored and I know all y'all seen this on Twitter. I didn't tweet on it because I know I was going to talk about it. I'm going to make a less tightened up episode coming up this week about Memphis and Nashville, as a matter of fact. But let's go on start with Mr. Jake and Hoops. If you can move an NBA franchise from one city to another, which will you move? This guy lives in Nashville. Number one for me, would well, has to be Grizzlies, Memphis to Nashville, the crowds that predators games are insane. Guarantee NBA games will be wild. Memphis fans drug him and he deleted his tweet. He's bored,
1: right? Yeah, so let me let me pick this apart just a little bit. Right? Hold on, hold on, so
2: hold on, before delete... you go, Skylar, because he deleted the tweet, but he <laughs> re
1: quoted the tweet
2: to say, Hey, this is how I feel about y'all. How can
0: you retweet it? Exactly.
1: How can you retweet a deleted tweet so I can't, can kill me? We... <laughs> So if we want to be real, if we want to be honest, you know what I'm saying? Last time I checked, you know, Memphis is full of black people. Memphis is full of, you know, uh, Memphis is full of black people, right? So the part of this tweet that I want to pick out is he says, the crowds at Predators games are insane. The last time I checked, Nashville Predators were a national hockey league team. The Memphis Grizzlies are a national basketball league team. So you trying to compare fans at Predators games versus fans at Grizzlies games, he's probably haven't he's probably haven't been to a Memphis Grizzlies games for him to say that. Like this is beyond board. This is beyond crazy. Like, first, like, let like <laughs> like first of all, let like, first of all, like like let Memphis get a football team, like let Memphis get a national football team. Gee, we gonna we go turn that place out. You already see what we do with, with at Grizzlies games. First of all, whoop that trick. You have white people saying whoop the trick, and they have no idea where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> that is true though. That's true. <laughs> they have no idea what, what that is, is a tr- a trick? Are
2: you just saying trick
4: <laughs> <laughs> <Like laughs> a <cereal? laughs> Yeah. What tricks, (laughs) but you would think you would think if he was gonna make this case, you would think he would at least reference the Titans here as opposed to the Nashville Predators. You could have referenced you could have referenced the Titans, you could have referenced that hey, we had the NFL draft here in Nashville. Like you could at least use those two points to at least beef this up a little bit, but um yeah, you don't have a great basketball culture, so and if we really want to be real, if we really want to be real, and shout out to Bryce because he made it a very interesting point. If Memphis wasn't so stubborn, we'd have the Titans right now. Yes, sir.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
4: Mr. Jake and Hoops, be grateful that you have the Predators and the Titans right now because uh that's, that's all I got to say. You should have tweeted that to him. You should tweet that. Bryce to you bryce yeah that was I'm, I'm giving my credit where it's due because i didn't originally say it bryce did so hey that was. i got cool, cool, hey cool. You gotta cite your sources unlike the media most you know but enough,
3: <laughs> so, well they just,
0: tell, they just tell you to go cry.
4: yeah
3: <laughs> um be, before we move on, wanting this this might just be me um settling my ways into being a memphian but is it be did someone slip something in his rotel um, For him to be oh, saying this. Oh, yeah. people oh. in
0: Nashville, people in Nashville, you
2: rotate. Nah, they eat cheese dip. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: think this is a thing. I don't think this is a thing. <laughs> That's a good
4: one. That's a I good see one. what you did there, too. That's a nice one. That's a nice one. Uh, <laughs> they
3: eat
4: cheese uh, dip. <laughs> see, did you have another point on, on this? I know that was it. Hell no. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I he's have bored. an actual yeah he's bored. I have an actual year board um, that I've stumbled across on Twitter, and I'm gonna use I'm doing this because I gotta defend my alien brother here. So of course we always trash the you know first take and all the other shows that Fox puts on because half the time they do always tell the truth. Um, so I guess this Marcellus Wiley show that he has uh, him and his co-hosts. So. Of course, Scottie Pippen has been on the news for all the crazy stuff that he has said. So the question that was posed to this show was, which career would you rather have? Would you rather have Kevin Durant's career as of today or Scottie Pippen's entire career as a whole? Mm. So the co-host got on and said that he'd much rather have Scottie Pippen's career. And his reasoning for it is, I would much rather be the greatest Robin as opposed to trying to be a Batman. And to reference his his statement, he used um, a TLC and Destiny's Child reference. He said, which would you rather be? Would you rather be T-Boz or Kelly Rowland? And, yeah. What? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The the floor is y'all's, if if y'all got anything. Obviously. No.
0: He's bored with that comparison. He's he's bored. Very bored. That's that's worse than the we get to that too about to get to that one. That's worse than the comparison I heard.
2: (laughs) Why do people like bullying Kevin Durant? Like we uh for for one, the the whole Scottie Pip and Kevin Durant thing, that's a whole BS (laughs) chance amount. Hey man, Jalen, that's another talk for another day. But I'm gonna just say I agree with you, um, Scotty. Like, of course, Scotty Pippen came out and said what he said about you know Kevin Durant not being a quote unquote team player, even though Scotty Pippen was the one that sat his ass down when the coach wrote up a, a play for Tony Kukoc. He got he the one that got mad and said, "F this team" while watching Tony Kukoc win the team the game. <laughs> Way to be a team player, Scotty. As far as a dude on whatever show that is. um... I'd definitely rather be Kevin Durant. I mean, couple finals MVP, and he got a bag from investing in Coinbase, which he would got when he was at the Golden State Warriors. So,
1: neither here nor there. Yeah, I, I, I think the, the the question of you know who would you rather be or which career would you rather have, the Scottie Pippen or Kevin Durant? I think that's a fairly decent question. But if you had to ask me, I would rather have had Kevin Durant's career. Only because, and I say only because I I wouldn't mind having Scottie Pippins, but I would really like to know how would, like how it is to be able to shoot like that. Like knowing like because I, I said this about Steph Curry all the time. Like I would love to be Steph Curry for an hour to know that the moment I walk in the gym, I'm in range. And what I say about Kevin Durant all the time is Kevin Durant, in my opinion, can go out and get 40 in the night he wants to. And not too many players can say that. And I would like to know what it feels like to know I can pull up from 35, be in range, and it's going in 50, 55 percent of the time. I think that's the only thing like Scottie couldn't shoot as as well as Kevin Durant would. That would be my tiebreaker for me. Uh, But Scottie Pippen didn't have a bad career, either six (laughs) up, six down, you know, six championships. And you play with Michael Jordan eh, to each his own. But again, for me, the the moving of the needle for me is how well Kevin Durant can score the ball to what Jalen
3: just said yeah and that to help close this out um i would take t-boss or kelly Rowland's uh career to be honest i'm not even let's be real exactly what what he's talking about that's what i was answering
0: to too yeah like (laughs) Like, i I mean
3: they really had a career even after they you know left the waterfalls and destiny's child to be honest
1: um, pushed we're to get your own segment on your board now. Come on,
4: pushed yeah, Push down
1: push that one, bruh.
4: What <laughs> you pushed About it, you pushed what? it.
0: Yeah. after
4: what? Prime Iggy uh, or Prime Scotty?
0: Come on, there.
1: Come on.
3: Oh, I didn't even see that comment.
1: Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Prime Iggy still couldn't shoot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Oh. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he can come on back. um That's not even a question. I'm done. I'm sorry. I didn't even see that. Prime Iggy versus Prime. What Prime
1: Iggy look like? First of all,
3: y'all, guys, forget, y'all, y'all,
1: y'all forgot
2: that Jalen saw Prime Iggy. Jalen is a Nuggets fan, so he actually saw Prime Iggy. So I mean, so I we. So we what, what did they do? About
0: production.
1: I'm not a basketball. <laughs> a basketball.
2: I am, but. I mean, I guess uh, I do have a year board. Um, yes. Oh, one more thing. Kevin Durant actually played in a movie. So, yeah, that's neither here nor there. uh To another great person who actually played in a movie based off of his career driving and elsewhere. uh Last night we had the you, version. You, de-
4: you deserve a year board for representing Kevin Durant's movie, but continue.
2: Hey, I'm, right. yeah, I'm yeah. just yeah. representing a go because, you You're
4: know, Shazam.
2: You know what I'm saying? Shazam. Hey, mm-hmm. you know, that's neither here nor there. Out of, yeah. <laughs> but no, of course uh, we had the verses last night. Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy. I thought it was the more, probably the most entertaining one um, that we've had so far. Um, of course, we, uh, we can give our thoughts if we want. But they also brought out another one of my childhood favorite artists by the name of Lil Romeo, and I'm happy that he actually got his ten seconds of fame because he damn sure to me deserves it. But one thing that he said that kind of irked me just a little bit was that the, the fact that he said that Bow Wow was Jordan, which I agree with, debate me if you want, <laughs> soldier boy was LeBron, the way he innovated the things, which is true, in our generation. And he was Kobe. Uh, so the question that I have, and i get my answer. My answer, but the question is, who do y'all think that Lil' Romeo would be? What player would be similar? <laughs> he mentioned, in, um I forgot what song it is. I think it's the My Cinderella with Nick Cannon. Don't ask me how I know that because, like I said, I was a Romeo fan. And y'all know how I feel about Nick Cannon. So, of course, naturally, I listen to it. And I think in that song, he referenced to himself as Tracy McGrady. I actually like that
4: comparison. Uh, Tracy, Mc... <laughs> I, I, I Tracy needs, McGrady. I need I want smoke already all already. Already, right already. <laughs> I, I knew already, you have a problem here's here's,
2: here's here's what i said about it In, in, that, in our generation <laughs> is like tracy Mc, and romeo had hit records he had a hit album he was um he was fortunately going against bow wow as you know competition for that guy to be number one and romeo did have a hit tv show and i'm pretty sure he's getting a bag for being the spokesperson for icdc college like what other rappers are being exposed to be for college? I mean, we rap about him however we want, but he's gonna back
3: music, them. music,
4: Thank and you, you can't he bring a TV it. show diversity. a He tried the music exactly. He tried. <laughs> he tried. He tried if I, yeah, he, he would have started rapping at
2: ICDC College, he would have turned that place up. <laughs> no, 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 no,
4: no, no, no. First of idiot. you would end today. Let's be real. He no, had a spot. He has a spot on USC's basketball team because he's cool with DeMar DeRozan. Let's be real here. <laughs> and he's Master P's son. And thank you. And he's Master P's son, so.
0: Not to disrespect to the but you're born to Wade asking this. He was born to say that yesterday. <laughs> OK, right. but I'm saying like,
2: OK, let's. I mean, let's have some fun. Like,
0: well, Harold Her- Miner's the name I
1: saw yesterday. Being Brandon nice. Roy comes to mind. <laughs> Mm. Oh, that's disrespectful
4: to Brandon Roy.
1: Well, but he did have a short. He did have a short. I because get, short. I get, I get Scott, He had good. a Okay. That's, that's good. a good
0: one, Scott. Okay. Because okay. guess okay. what?
1: My problem with Lil Romeo, because he tried to put that's himself on this, on this pedestal as if he was up there with Bows, if he was up there with Soldier wow. Boy. Lil wow. Romeo had that much of a career. Now, granted, Brandon Roy was great, but guess what? Brandon Roy's career is about that big. That's a good one. So, how about Darren Williams?
0: No nah, Brandon Roy, Darren Williams yeah. had a little longer one. That was yeah, Darren Williams had a legit true. prime when he started getting
4: That's true. That's true. <laughs> okay, I I, I see the, the longevity part. Okay, I, I I'll back off on that Wisconsin. So I'm Brandon Roy,
2: we I like Brandon Roy though. I like them. Those I, are, I, like, I, like, I like that's, that's a good a
4: one. Yeah.
2: So he's a Brandon Roy. Okay, that's <laughs> And and
3: the, and the bad yeah. part about this is that. It wasn't injuries that took him out of the game. It was just him not being able to rap, which is him out the game. <laughs> Next topic.
0: <laughs> that was a great, your boy sick.
4: It was. It was.
0: Oh, man. It was nice to see It's nice to be back out.
1: Yes. I miss yes. y'all, man. good, I good. Wish football. Bad. That's what I miss.
0: <laughs> All right. We man. Almost, uh, that does for this week. Next week, we well, actually, it be fourth July, but that should be our three year anniversary. A four year, three year, yeah, did right, three year. Damn,
2: we, we made it. Yep. Yeah. yeah, we made it. Yep. Hey. Somebody <laughs> hey. <Okay. laughs> hey. tried to play this song.
1: Talk about some hold on, I'm waiting to the <laughs> end of the song for that slow. Hey, noise. hey, hey,
2: his DJ slowed out because all you gotta do is have certain cue points. Boom, this soldier boy verse. You should know that we didn't we have to sit through two Drake verses. No, I you, love Drake,
4: no, you do and one Drake verse, soldier boy doing the uh, the hook or whatever, and that's it.
0: Mm-hmm. That's who were bored. His DJs a bored trying to act like they were just code or something. Or no, oh, one DJ or no, another hype man and academics. And I don't know what the other dude was doing. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. all right. Anyway. Man. Like I said, coming up, got new Titans. Uh, let's talk y'all. Come up about Memphis Nashville going deeper dive with it, cause another guy from Memphis tweeted about the Titans and yada. So, bring it on uh, this week. Yeah. And- Episode Boosh. two,
4: Blister County will be out this week, talking about mini camp and uh, the recent moves made. So, be on the lookout this week for that.
1: And, and before we go, I think there's big news coming out of Memphis basketball coming very soon. I feel it. I feel it in my bones. I feel okay. it in my bones. Mm.
3: Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I hope so. Um, shout out to everyone that was a part of assignment 3 uh for schooling with Shidi about fatherhood. Um, we're coming with assignment four. It's so not episode four, but assignment four. Because 22 and a half years ain't long enough. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. 22 and a half ain't good enough. Our Juneteenth wasn't good enough. We need to talk mm-hmm. about it
2: i, I yeah. like it i like it and of course uh, i guess on my side what's a network without music right so we're gonna, we gonna have some fun on the 4th of july i'm getting a team together and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do what to do
0: all right one last cover for Jalen i guess he's referencing brandon roy you <laughs> <I'm assuming, laughs> <laughs> don't trick me up kiss balls we had <laughs>
4: uh, knee problems at washington so i can see yeah. <laughs> Man, you know, maybe need some
3: dope. of those uh rap snacks from romeo
4: all oh, right, cut it off. Get right, on, you
3: on know. that point.
0: <laughs> Good episode. See she you next time.
2: Clap, clap, clap. She make it clap. clap All clap, right, cut. Clap. See you. <laughs> <laughs>